show is sponsored by HiveMind CRM. It is more than just a CRM. It is a real estate and business mastermind that comes with an all-in-one CRM. You can have unlimited websites and users. You can call, text, RVM, and email all-in-one user interface. And you can set up custom automations for any type and multiple businesses. 65% of companies start using a CRM system within the first five years of business. Once implemented, the HiveMind will save you on marketing, give you more time, and make more money. One of our users had his first $100,000 month using our system in June. We want to see you automate and accelerate your business. Text us at 210-972-1842 for future meetings and of course to get our $1 course on how to make more than six figures on one land deal. You can schedule your free demo today at HiveMindCRM.io. Hey, 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 we're here today with HBHS and HiveMind. We're doing this every uh, every Thursday, second Thursday of the month, or every other Thursday. Um, we're going to cover some, uh, some some cool topics that Uncle Charles wants to talk about. Um, <laughs> uh, there's, there's a lot of that we there's a lot of information we provide. This is live. You guys can put your questions in the comments. I can pop them up in here if you guys have any questions. But uh, Anthony's here. We got Uncle Charles. If you guys want to go ahead and get started, we're ready to go. How you guys doing? Good, good man. Healthy. How are you? Great. Amazing, great. amazing. I, I just got a really, really good lead. I don't know. If, uh, maybe we shouldn't talk about it right this second. We'll talk about it off the air. I got an amazing lead right, right when I was coming into the office, and it was better than I thought. So, how many acres, good. man? Ninety. And we just got one for eighty, one for eight, uh, uh, I think one hundred twenty. So, can I have it? Woo. Yeah, man. I mean, uh, you know, hey, you guys, see that video I put up? A little story. Yeah, pay this? attention. Yeah, go ahead. Go to my story, is, man. Is, go is, to that, my is story. that for? Is that for what you have coming? No, man. It was a little, bad, a little cup. The little cup that I got, dude. I like this cup, man. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. I made hey, a story about it. Story? Yeah, that's my favorite cup right there, dude. <laughs> oh man! Check out my stories, guys. I put a story up. Uh, if you're with the Hive, Mike, congratulations. We recently got on board with the Hive after uh, Anthony coming to my office for about two years. Um, here's the thing, man. And I had to uh, let the world know. I mean, we've been around for a while. We've done all type of stuff. And I want to give you guys a plug. Look, uh, you guys set up our automated SMS system. And, man, I, I have to turn it off every once in a while because we get too many damn leads. And, and I got eight people in here, seven to eight people in here banging out them follow-ups. Guys, the big difference between cold calling and following up, huge difference is how you approach the deal um, um, on an inbound or outbound or follow-up. And, man, I know we do PPC, we do VAs for cold calling. But in-house, in the office, there's no more cold calling. And to, to be perfectly honest, a lot of it has to do with the fact that we jump on board and you guys set up our, 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 our automated system for this SMS. 
And we're just pumping leads, man, pumping leads. We're getting a lot of leads. I'm averaging 200, 250 leads these guys cannot get to, man. I mean, that's, that's how that's, – that's, we're just pumping out. I mean, it's beautiful, so. That's amazing, man. Yeah, thank yeah. you for sharing that. Um, people so always if you guys, ask us uh, if we have – if you guys, any of you guys want to join the Hive, man, you know they 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 have a very unique uh, program, and it would be my my honor if you guys used it up. <laughs> I'm sorry, I gotta plug it, man. That's HPHS forward slash Hive with us because we're hiving. Is that good? Are we down? Yeah, man. Hey, so what is a hive, Charles? What do you think? Like, what do you think is going on here? Like, just us working together. I mean, like, what's uh, your experience been like? Like, working with the hive mind so far. I mean, my thing about my my thing is always about bringing people together and and making stuff happen. You know, you're gonna have your weaklings, you're gonna have your soldiers, you're gonna have your leaders, and and I run a community. I've always run a community based system, not to tell people what to do or not to turn people into bird dogs. I'm a I'm against that. What I'm about is how can we help each other? How can we power each other? You know, how can you bring me value? How can I bring you value? And and so that's my thing. And so seeing you guys do the same thing that we embrace, and and then and then you having a product that we can use, it just you know that's you know it, it, it's a no brainer. So you know um, I love what you guys are doing, man. So. Appreciate that. Yeah. No, it's a, it's a definitely a, it's a work in progress. I think our goals align on the same um, as far as what we're doing and who we're doing it for. And uh, it's really cool to have other people that are really want to help towards the cause. That's the biggest thing. Well, hey, look, man, because these people are watching and they know when I come to when I come to the show, I'm going to bring a show <laughs> and I like <laughs> to give a smoke. And uh, guys, if you're watching or we just if you're going to watch this later, I'm going to go over some stuff right now uh, that I think will help people out. You might want to put that in the in the, in the the comments, you know, not the comments, but in the, in the title so that way they know that, you know, we are talking about, we're all going to be talking about some, some good stuff here. So can you just want me to go into it or you guys want to chat about something else or what? No, How's man, there? yeah. I, I think uh, you're the star of the show. If, if anybody hasn't uh, heard Charles speak, here from HBHS in San Antonio, you're in for a real treat. If this is your first time watching, do not leave this show. I promise you, you'll pick up some nuggets today. Um, yeah, man, no, you, the man that needs no introduction anyway. <laughs> no, man, just another guy, man. So here, here's the thing, guys. In my office, you know, um, you know, we, we got guys that come in my office and we train them. We show them a lot of stuff. But for the guys who really stay here and are really, you know, putting time with us, it's my obligation, my honor. To teach them stuff that that uh, you normally wouldn't learn, and, you know, you, you learn you're gonna learn in a book, and you might not even learn it on YouTube or or from other people. But uh, but I like to break stuff down. I like to be break those, break stuff down quickly. And and what I'm gonna be talking about today is not cold calling because that's that's the whole art itself. You know, I'm not gonna be talking about um, about uh, primarily how you get into the follow up and stuff. My main focus um, for you guys is to show you five steps of how I get my guys to identify deals. I call it a, se the sequence, to a, de a sequence of a deal to identify a transaction or to identify 
a deal because from so we do a lot of different type of strategies. So my objective is how do we get there quickly? Now most people right away they're taught to do the numbers. You know you have to learn that. That in itself you got to learn how to do the numbers. Whether you're doing wholesale flip, hotel, if you're doing a sub twos credit finance, you got to know how that shit works. But how do you get there? Not waste 20, 30, 40 minutes trying to figure that out, and then like oh man, uh, I can't find an error or man, that guy, the guy won't sign or there's a lien or I didn't know there was a will. So this sequence I'm going to show you is what I teach my guys um, to, to, uh, to pretty much have in their head when they're talking to someone. And again, remember, this has nothing to do with the introduction or the actual or the eventual exit. This is somewhere in the middle where, where you're in there trying to get information from people. Um, if you want to put that little photo up that sent you, so I did a training here in the office with my people, and actually I filmed the whole thing. But when I train guys, I mean I go raw, man. I mean there's I have no filters, and and I really want to get my point across. I'm not certain that that picture's showing up. Um, I don't know if anybody can see it. I can't see it. Yeah, it's not let showing me, up on your side. Let me try to show it. Again. Let me see if I can get it. Hold on, man. Let me see here. Whatever you did, just do it again. Hold on, everybody. I'm trying to show, share a picture with you. Screen. All right. Can you see it? There it is. It's up. Okay. So, guys, what this is right here. This is a whiteboard that we have here in our office, about 20 feet long. Actually, that's that's how actually that's how long it is. We call it the hustle zone um, uh, or the hustle board. But I'm going to go into this and, and please understand again, I'm not talking about the entry of cold calling. I'm talking about you're somewhere after that. You've already did the hello, I'm going to speak to James. Hey, James, my name is Charles. I'm with Home by Home Selling Solutions. I'm calling you about this property at 123 Main Street. I'd love to buy it. If you're calling a real estate agent, hello, may I speak to Roxanne? Hey, Roxanne, my name is Charles. I see you're listing this property at 123 Main Street. I'm very interested. I'd love to pay your commission if you entertain my offer. Boom, you see? So I'm, I always have an entry into something, but that's not what we're going to talk about today. What I want to talk about is how do you identify deals? And so, so you know whether, whether you're going to spend you know 10 minutes with somebody, 20 minutes with somebody, or 30 minutes with someone. It's, it's a big difference, guys. You have to understand that you can waste a lot of time uh, talking to someone on the phone and not be a deal. Yeah. I like to get there quick. I want I want my guys to make decisions every single minute they're on the phone with someone. I want them to be disqualifying someone along the process because I'd rather get them on the phone with 10 people in 20 minutes than with one person in 20 minutes. The more opportunities you touch, the more opportunities you're going to have. Now, some people will say, well, Charlie, maybe you're missing opportunities. And maybe that's a fact. But I tell you what, I'd rather them talk to 50, 60 people a day than to 10. So here's how we do it, guys. After all the introductions, this is what we do. Now, this part I can't, this part right here, if you see right here where it says BCAT and assessor, um, of course, I can't show you that because I can't show you the full video right now because we're just doing a photo. So I always have my guys have the CAT up. And the assessor what's the cat the cat is the appraisal district uh that'll show you who's on title it'll, it'll give you a tax value exemptions zoning 
whether the property is in a, in a historical neighborhood or not. It'll tell you all that stuff. And, and then and then the assessor will it'll, it'll tell you similar information, but it's, they're going to tell you what the levy is. It's going to tell you who's paying the taxes, the behind on taxes, or 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 what's going on with that. So I always have I I'm show I show them to have these sites up while they're having a conversation and they're going through the sequence because they're verifying information as they're talking to these individuals. And you want to be disqualifying, 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 so you can get either uh, stay on this call. Or get off the call. So, for a good, so for example, we get on the phone right away. We're verifying whether who's the owner. Or are we talking to heirs? How do you do that? Is it says, "Hey, my name is John Smith," and 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 you're pulling up the address, right? Because because uh, you're, you're in our case, we're doing a follow up. We already know what address we're calling. If we were doing a cold call, we know the address anyway. Um, and and there's a Zillow link in, in our system that allows us to pull up the address every single time we call somebody. But in this case, we're doing follow-ups. So my guys are going to pull up the cat, and they're going to—he's going to say, "Hey, my name is John Smith." And if it's John Smith's on title, guess what? We're talking to the right person. But what if there's Jane Doe? Or what if it's uh, uh, Craig Smith? Now you get the opportunity to ask, "Hey, well, you know, John, I appreciate you uh, chatting with me about this property. I'm very interested. I'm always saying, guys, I'm very interested. I'm very interested. I'd love to help. I shy away." And I try to shy away from saying, I want to make you an offer. How much do you want? Because once you start talking like that, now you're opening you're opening up the door for them to say, well, I want a million dollars. No, man, I'm interested. doesn't mean I'm going to buy. I'm always interested. I want to help. That's how I teach my guys. So, for example, if they're talking to someone right away on this call and 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 they and you're, you see on the CAD that because what I teach my guys is to go all the way down to, to the bottom. At least for the Bear County, you can go see who's on title, and you see there, there's Jane Smith there. Well, hey John, who's Jane Smith? Now check this out, guys. I can't do a full blown training, but we're going to do clip notes here. Just think about this. You're verifying what he's telling you, and you're saying, "Well, who's Jane Smith?" Well, Jane Smith is my ex-wife, man, or Jane Smith is my ex-wife to be. So now that leads you to the next question. If he says ex-wife to be. Okay, when are you guys getting divorced? May I ask you that? If he says you're already divorced, can I ask you when the divorce went through? Is there a divorce decree? What if he says, well, that's my mom who passed away? Well, now you know. Can I ask you there's a will? I mean, be sympathetic and say, my, my condolences to you, brother. Can I ask you is there a will? If he says there is a will, may I ask you when she passed away? If she passed away more than four years ago, the will's no good. If, the, if, if she didn't pass away more than four years ago, now you're asking, are you the executor? If you're not the executive, who is the executive? Has the will been probated? You see, one thing leads to another. One thing leads to another, so you're getting information quick. Who, when, and relationship. If they say, well, no, there's no will, or the person died more than four years ago, then you know you're dealing with that, but they were diversion. So at that point, you're going to go down You're going to go down that that, that road. Hey, you know, well, you're going to ask, who are the heirs? Are there any brothers, any sisters? Does she have any other children? That's, so that's how we get the information quickly. We want to know what's going on. At the same time, guys, as you're looking up the property, you have to understand. Uh, and let me back up a little bit. Let me back up because I didn't mention this. And you could use Redfin, Realtor.com, or whatever. We use Zillow. So the first thing we pop up is Zillow, the BCAT, and the assessor. The reason we use Zillow because I like information quick. I want to see three bedroom, two bath, 1,800 square feet. I want to go down real quick, verify the age. So when I get on the, on the CAD, I'm verifying the square footage, and I'm verifying who's on who's on the deed 
and I'm verifying uh, I'm verifying uh, uh, the lot size and the age because it's fresh for me looking at Zillow. So one thing leads to another. So getting back to what I was saying, if you see it's a brand new home, you have to deduct. That's what I teach my guys. Deduct the information from the sites that you're looking at and what they're telling you. There's a lot of stuff you can figure out without going into a lot of detail and asking someone information. So, for example, if if uh, if, if you see it's a 2017 home, you have to deduct in your head that, hey, chances are that they have a mortgage. Can you hold for a minute? I'm on a Zoom, brother. Uh, I'm sorry, guys, man. You know, I got an office full of guys, and sometimes, man, people come in my office, and there's one guy right now that just came in my office and sometimes just <laughs> – you want to say hi? We're live, live man. Where's the camera at? We're live right here. How you guys doing? Yeah, there it is. There it is. This is my partner, man. He interrupts me in the middle. I mean, I'm in the zone, man. I'm in the zone. Lock the door. God damn it. I'm just messing. This is my partner, Mike, man. All right, man. So getting back to what I was saying, okay? Let me get back to what I was saying. So what you have to understand, let's, let's go through this one more time time we pull up the zillow the chesticle we're verifying information as he's talking to us the zillow real quick tells me three bedroom two bad you can't find that on the cat that's why i do that but i'm but but the square footage is fresh in my mind so when i go to the cat i'm be, i'm able to verify that if i see this a discrepancy for example if zillow's higher on, on, the, on the square footage and the cat is lower somebody built some shit if it's the opposite way somebody you know somebody tore down a a, a shed or a garage or something. So you have to know how to read this information. I wish I could do this full training for you guys. It takes like four hours. I'm going to do cliff notes. But for us, number one thing after we do the introduction is that we're asking information. Who's the owner? You're verifying. Make sure it's them. If somebody pops up, hey, I'm divorced. You're asking questions. Hey, somebody died. Is there a will? And you go through that sequence. If, if the will's no good or there's no will, you're going after the diversion. You're asking who the heirs are. If you're looking at, at the Zillow, and you see the home is new, you should ask, is there a mortgage on the property? Because it's a new home. If it's a 1990 home or 1940 home, you can still ask, but chances are maybe it's paid off. Now, if you're targeting tax delinquent list, chances are it's paid off. Now, if you're targeting, uh, uh, if you're targeting, uh, for example, uh, mortgages or uh, pre-foreclosures, then chances are that there's a mortgage. So it's it all, it all, it not only depends on the type of list you're going after, but people you're talking to guys. So the second thing we do, that segues us into property. Hey, it's a property vacant. If you're looking at the cat, you see that he's living in there, then you ask, are you living in the property? No, I'm not. Okay, is it vacant? Yes, it is. Okay, how long has it been vacant? Well, if the home is old, right, you want to ask. If the home is new, you still want to ask, hey, it's been vacant for five years. Okay, can you tell me about the interior of the home? Is there any broken windows? Have the elements got into the property? You see? Because it's been vacant. What if he says there's tenants? Okay, are they paying on time? Are they month to month? How long is the lease? You see? So one one answer leads to another question. It's just it's very simple. If they're, if they're giving you an answer, then ask the next question that makes sense. There's tenants? Okay, there are lease. Yes, there is. How long have they been there? Okay, how much do they pay? Is it month to month? Boom. Hey, it's vacant. Okay, let's ask about Ask about the condition of the property. Have the elements got into the home? If you see that on the CAD, if you see that he's living in a different city, if you see that, that that he's living in a different state, do you have access to the property? Is there anyone here that can get us in the home? 
Can I get in the home? I mean, these are things you got to ask before you get to the numbers. I can't tell you how many times someone will call me and be like, hey, Charlie, I think I got, a, I got a badass wholesale. These are the numbers. I'm like, okay, did you ask this? Did you ask this? Did you ask? No, let me go back and ask. Now you look like a fool because now you're going back and asking them for shit you should ask for the first time. So as we, as we go through that, guys, at the same time, my guys are now looking at the assessor. And I keep, we try to keep this stuff to three minutes. Zillow, CAD assessor. As they go through the assessor, let me back up to the CAD. On the CAD, what we're looking is to verify, verify where he lives. We're looking to see if the property is in historical. If it's historical, we want, we want in right away. If it's conservation, we want in right away. We're looking to see what type of neighborhood the property is in. We're looking to verify if there's any exemptions. We're, we're of course, we're, we're verifying uh, what the square footage is, the year built, and all that good stuff. As we move into the assessor, we're going from site to site as these guys are on the phone with them. We're looking to see if they owe taxes. Now, I'm going to now write this down, guys. This is very important. Okay, write this down. I said it before. I say it all the time. If you, by the time you get to the assessor, now keep in mind, picture what I'm, we're doing, guys. My guys are on the phone. They're going through the sequence, and they're going through the website at the same time while they're talking to them, Zillow, the CAD, and then the assessor. If you see... That the property, the guys behind on taxes, let's say two to three years on taxes, then you can assume there's no fucking mortgage. There's no mortgage because no mortgage company will allow the taxes to get behind because they're afraid the county will foreclose on them. Now, in some cases, there will be a mortgage. If, you know, you got some of these forbearance issues going on. Sometimes you got he loans, he locks, or you got home equity loans. There's ways to check that, guys. And I wish I could go, I could go into that right now. But most of the time, you'll see that there's no mortgage if there's if there's taxes owed, and if there's taxes owed. That should really perk your interest, especially if from the very beginning you find out he's an heir living in California, the property is vacant, has code violations, and they're behind on taxes. God damn, it's right there. The blueprint's right there. You, and, and if it's in a historical area or conservation area, that's a fucking home run. You should already be all over that. You see how the information comes to you and you can start making decisions? Now, the 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 the, the adverse to that would be Hey man, I live in the property. You know, I want properties worth two hundred thousand. I want four hundred thousand, or or in each, you know, the property is worth two hundred thousand, uh, and and I owe one ninety in each fifty thousand. You can make decisions quick, guys. I'm trying to share with you guys how we use the sites to get, get to to get the information quick to make decisions whether we want to continue this call or not. All right, and this is a deal. Getting back to the assessment, but we're also going to see. For example, is who's paying? Who's paying? So let's just say that. Uh, let's just say that uh, that 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 Mama's been paying, you know, a hundred dollars a month. She's behind three years. You think Mama has problems? Of course she does. What if a company uh, shows up? You have to understand that the CAD reports uh, uh, will, will report the new information. The deed changes every every two weeks, two months, to four months. And you know, even though I want to check that the assessor. It's quick. If a title, uh, um, if a title company paid the taxes off because there was a sale, you're gonna see it. You're gonna know maybe you're talking to the wrong person. See, think about this. If you see Chase or Bank of America that's paying taxes, hey Charles, how do I know it's a mortgage? Go to the assessor and look at the taxes. They'll tell you right there who's paying taxes. Information, man. All the information is online for you to deduct to understand who you're talking to and why you're talking to them and what they need and how you can help. So let me say it again. People come, Charles, how do I know there's a mortgage? Okay, go to the Bear County Assessor. 
look who's paying the taxes. And it'll stay right there with paying taxes. If it's a lender, there's a mortgage. If there's no lender, there's something else going on. Boom. This segues us into condition. As my guys go into this, the one is, well, how much, the, how much is the rehab? Let's get something straight. If the house is new, probably minimal. If the house is more than five years, it needs a little love. If it's about 10 years old, it's going to need a slight rehab. If it's more than 50, you're going to need a rehab. But Charles, it means same thing. No, I said you're going to need a rehab, but more than 15 years, you need a rehab. But if it's more than 20 years, guys, you need a fucking remodel, you know, because that shit's outdated. So most people, what they're being taught is to look at the, you know, the interior, look at the bathrooms, the kitchen, what type of floor look, man, all that can be calculated. Now, there's a lot of big time people, kudos to them. I'm not talking shit about them, but there's a lot of big time people that use calculators. They, they get these real fancy calculators to come up with, these, uh, you know, with, uh, with, with estimates. I get it, man. I also have a calculator, but you know what I do have? I have a lot of fucking experience. And I fucking and I, and I have flipped a lot of fucking. When I say F. I'm sorry, man, because you know I I just go. So I have a lot of experience. <clears throat> you know what I'm more concerned with? <clears throat> you know what I'm concerned with? I'm concerned with the foundation, the roof, the electrical, the plumbing, the HVAC. But guys, you need to understand how to look at information. Remember when we first looked at Zillow? We looked at the CAD. Like, hey, man, this thing was built in, in 2019. Do you really think that we should be worried about the foundation, the roof? Or the structural, the plumbing, or the, or the electrical, which you still need to ask, right? So, so how do we do this? Hey, it's a new home. You already know this. Don't ask a dumb question. You say, hey, how's the foundation? Is there any cracks in the walls? See how easy it is? Hey, how's the roof? Any help? Do you need to worry about structural? No. Do you need to worry about electrical plumbing? No, because you know it's a new home. Now that you've taken those big items off the table, I know what it cost me to do a foundation, 1,800 square foot home, 1940 or 2015. I know what it what it costs to replace the roof on a 2010 home, 1,800 square feet. I know what it costs to replace all the electrical in a 1940 home, 1,200 square feet or 2,000 square feet. See, I know I know those numbers. What most people do is they, they use the square footage the square footage analysis and they come up with, with a figure guys let me tell you something man if you're not accounting for this, the major six things and you you say this thing will cost me 30 and then all of a sudden you got to replace electrical hey well it hurt the other thing you have to understand is if you're flipping here for example on the old west side of san antonio or on the south side it's a, maybe over here stone oak it's different type of material you're going to put into the property so you can't actually account by doing that with a square footage method. Now, man, kudos to everybody who does it. That's not how I do it. What I'm worried about is foundation, roof, structural, electrical, plumbing, HVAC. Let me just share how how important this is to me. If it's a 1920 home, 1940, you think I'm worried about structural? Yes, I am. You know why? Because from the beginning, the very first thing I did was I looked at Zillow and possibly go to the maps because we always go to the maps. And guess what we saw? It's a pyramid beam home. Damn right, I'm worried about the structural. 1990 home, you think about the roof? Yeah. Hey, when was the roof last changed? Because I know it's no good. As opposed to it's a 2000 home. Hey, guys, learn how to ask questions. You should ask about HVAC. 
because HVAC always goes out, whether it's old or new. If they have access to the property, why not ask for photos? Anybody will give you six or seven photos. Hey, can I get a few photos of the property? I just want to see how the kitchen, you know, the, the dining looks and and uh, uh, and the exterior of it. Anybody will send you something you want to see that because I want to see is are we dealing with Formica or some badass granite that's already there? Or do I have to replace the cabinets? If you're gonna if you're gonna replace the floor, you know what type of material you're putting in there, and you know what you know what's gonna cost if you're flipping. Put in stone oak, same square footage. You know that you're gonna put some high end tile in that shit. So what you need to see is what's gonna cost you money. Can you can you can you salvage the cabinets? Can you salvage you know the counters? Can you, can you salvage the vanities? So let me ask you a question. If we're looking at this and it's an older home, I'm thinking to myself, okay, well, I want to, can I pressure wash all this shit and put hardy plank all around the, all around that home? Do I really need to know that it's all jacked up? I'm going to replace it. I'm going to, I'm going to replace it. Or I'm going to put it right. What I'm trying to tell you is get in tune with the major things that are going to cost you money. And then everything else is just cosmetics and supplemental, man. From there, we move on to motivation. Do I need to ask motivation? If you're talking to someone and you're building a report, of course. But by this time, you should know, do they owe taxes? Are they getting divorced? Were there deaths? What something else? Is there a mortgage? Are they behind on payment through foreclosure? They are going through the foreclosure. Have they gotten the reinstatement? Apply for modification. What type of property is it? The problem, guys, is by four, you should already and by the time you get to five, you've identified the situation. You've identified if this is a deal. So let's go through this. Understand something for you guys who just started. If you identify a wholesale, you identify a flip. But Charles, it's two different type of it's two different type of uh, strategies. I know. But if you identify a wholesale, you're going to sell to a flipper most most likely. So you just identify a flip. And if you identify a flip, you can wholesale that shit. You see how simple it is? It's two different strategies, but it's the same thing, guys. It's the same thing, two different purposes. Now, if you identify a wholesale or a flip and you can get it at a slightly better price, then you just identify the wholesale. Well, what's the wholesale, Charles? Well, guys, understand that a wholesale, you're just moving paper. You're putting a contract in on the property and you're going to assign that to maybe a flipper or somebody that a whole property. You're selling a contract, the right to a contract. A wholesale is I'm actually buying the property. Like we just did, we bought a badass property, guys, for $62,000 worth $225,000. What we're going to do is fix it and get the squatters out. We're going to clean it all out. We're going to get this guy out in about a week. We're going to go in there and have somebody just paint it all white, primer it. We're going to put it on. We're going to put on the MLS because we own a brokerage for about 180. I know we're going to make. We're going to get about 140, 150. Guys, I bought it for 62. Isn't that a good day? That's a whole hotel. Boom. Guys, in the commerce, you should have already found out if it's a sub two. Now you can you you can start to understand. You need to deduct information, and you see that the home team 2021 most likely. There's a mortgage, so you should already be thinking a whole other way you get into that. Now, how do you do creative financing? Look, you can't target financing, guys. You just can't. Creative financing is something you create, something you identify. The best way to identify a credit finance deal is it functional, is it making money? Is it making money and functional? What do I mean by that? 
I don't want to go refinance. A, excuse me. I don't want to go rehab a property, put 30, 40,000 in there so I can make four to five on the back end. If that thing's making money right now, too much money for the property, I'll do a credit finance deal for him where I can get the, if I can get the terms that I want, if I can get the time that I want, I'll give him more money for, for that property. Let me back up. I'll give you a million dollars for your hundred thousand dollar property if you'll give me, you know, six thousand years to pay. Now that's exaggerated. If I get the terms that I want and the take money, then do a credit finance deal. If you own a brokerage or if you have an agent, offer, uh, you know, offer them the opportunity to list the property. Now that's the whole other subject. How we, you know you can't pay people, you know, for 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 realty work, but we have a brokerage. We can we can. Uh, we always offer, uh, uh, you know, to, to list a property. Now you can do an ovation, guys. That's another option. Uh, that's actually our last option. I'm not going to go into novations right now, but but it's actually our last option. It's very similar to MLS. If you're looking at land, guys, what type of land are you looking for? You know, what type of zoning does the property have? Ask questions. If you don't know shit about land, you know, they ask someone: Is it commercial? Is it residential? What you know? What's this zone for? If you look at a multi, some of them, I mean, guys, there's a lot that goes into multi, a lot. But some of the things that I should be asking from the very beginning, do we have the rent rolls? Do we have a T12, an IT12? Do we have a p and You're going to ask about the property, the units, are they month-to-month? Do you have location, location, location? What do I mean by that? Look, man, you can make money anywhere. Let me, let me talk about this for a second. If you are fishing, were low end property and the properties are, let's say worth eighty thousand and needs forty thousand in rehab. They want forty thousand. They owe twenty in taxes. You can't make no money. But let's just say they're behind on taxes, and you identified this. Let's say you're behind ten, and the guy will take five. You're into fifteen. It's worth eighty, and you can sell somebody for twenty. Just make five. So you can make money anywhere, guys. You have to do it. So, whew. Guys, that's a quick little rundown on how deals. This this presentation I just did for you. It actually, actually like it's like a two and a half hour, uh, but I tried to clip what I could. Um, guys, don't waste time on 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 try, trying to trying to figure out all the time um, whether something's a deal or not. There's a lot of it can it may look like a great deal, but if you get the deal done, you just waste time uh, uh, and you wasted some of your, your own time. Um, okay, man. Daniel, what's up, man? Was it you good? So, um, yeah, no, no questions came in. I mean, if you go to the uh, YouTube page, you can leave a question there. I can pop it up on the screen. But uh, one thing I really want to hit on is that the the time, creative finance. When you're doing creative finance strategies, the time is more important than the money, and what they're asking for. Because you said a million dollars, you can give. It take a thousand years to pay it back. It's still a deal because you can make a cash flow. Well, the thing about credit financing, man, is, I mean, you really got to know what you, I, mean, I know a lot of people do creative deals that they, they just figure them out, you know, and, and and you shouldn't be scared of them, especially if you're dealing with a real estate attorney who understands how how uh, to put the, how to put deals together. Now, and I'm going to ask you a question. The other side of the coin on that is, you know, real estate attorneys are good, but if they don't hold paper. And how do they really know? They can create paper, yeah. but how do they know they don't service paper? Now, the thing about creative financing is, you, you know, you can do almost anything uh, if you get the terms you want. Like the 
the terms that I always want is preferably zero interest, and and uh, and I want to uh, amateurize for as long as I can. And if I have to balloon, I want to get the loan if I can, because I want the property to appreciate. The reason I want the property to be functional is so I can put people in there, so I can generate money to use that money to pay down uh, the loan. I want I want that uh, that money to pay. I want the property to pay itself off. You know, and I'm and I'm willing to wait. You know, the five years, the seven years, the ten years to get this done. So the thing about credit financing, what people don't understand, is that uh. That you know, for at least for us, we want to know does this thing make money? So, for example, sometimes we take properties on that we can't get title to, and a lot of people have to do those deals. But if I can, if I can buy property, whatever that interest, you don't got clear title, maybe it's a quick claim, I don't know. But if I can get interest and that thing's making money, I'll just rent that thing out and we'll come. We'll We'll, we'll create terms that are suitable for you that I can pay off uh, um, by by either renting this property or Airbnb in it or, or 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 selling it to someone, you know, not on a, not on a contract for deed, but maybe on a on on a on a wrap, even not a traditional wrap. But you say, Charlie, you do that, you can't get title. You can sell anything as long as you disclose, guys. That's what people don't understand. Uh, for us. When we do uh, credit financing, sometimes people we go we go off a of payment, guys. We set the payment, but we set the term. Sometimes people will ask us, "What about rate?" And look, we're like, "Hey, man, you know, we're not asking for a loan." You know, so, so that's a whole other conversation we get into with them, so we can avoid the interest. Or sometimes I'll ask about down payment. A lot of times we won't put a down payment. The trick that I use, or not the trick, but the strategy that I use, is this, Daniel. Hey, look! You're selling me this property for two hundred thousand. It's already above market price. The thing needs work, man. I'm going to do this deal. Uh, you know, you said you were making money on this deal, but you're not making money on it because you're paying taxes, the insurance, you know, and then maintenance. You're barely making it. I'm going to give you more money per month than you are right now. You don't need the headaches. The thing of it is, if I give you twenty thousand dollars right now, you got to give me credit. So now you know for one eighty. But why don't you? Keep the whole 120. Let's do the note at 200,000, and I'll still put money into your potential property. Because if I lose it, you're going to take it, and you get to keep the 200,000. Does that make more sense? Most people are like, yeah, yeah, that, that sounds that's that makes sense, guys. Now I'll give you a little trick. I'll give you a little trick here, man, that uh, a lot of people don't don't use. You know, a lot of times we'll have individuals that were that uh, especially if it's their primary, we'll do uh, terms with them. And we don't want to put a down payment. I'll ask them, like, you know, where are you moving to? You know, you, well, I need money to buy another house. If, if if that's what they're telling me, I'm like, I'm gonna fish. I used to be a lender. I'm like, are you looking to buy a property uh, traditionally? Yes, I want to buy traditionally. Well, what are you looking to buy? And I'm gonna try to convince them to buy in a in a rural, right? Because a lot of people are now buying rural areas, especially outside of Austin, New Braunfels, and San Marcos and stuff. And if I can get them to buy a rural area. Then, and chances are, if they have you know, 620 credit score and they have the income, they can get a USDA loan. And I know loan officers I can send them to. I say, hey, Daniel, how about if I send you to uh, to the loan officer? They can possibly get you approved for a brand new home on a USDA loan at 100%. And 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 now you don't need a down payment. So now you and I can do this deal together. Now you can cash flow. You see, because I can't do this deal with you if I got a down payment. 
You see, so you got what I'm trying to convey to you, like everything that I I'll always teach, it's always, I'm always doing something for a reason. I'm always explaining yeah. something for a reason. I'm, I'm always answering a question. If somebody, uh, I'm always answering a question with a question. If you tell me something, I'm going to go to something else. There's tenants. Okay. Is there a lease? Yes. Is it month to month? Yes. When does it end? You see, all the time, one thing, I'm, I'm always going to answer or ask a question that, that uh, depending on what you respond, that leads me to another, to uh, you know, further down the road. That's what I'm trying to show you right now. With the example that I gave you right now about the USDA and about credit financing, I'm always trying to get further down the line, further down the line. If I can get further down the line, then I can get them to say yes, yes, and get them to agree. Yes, that makes sense. And that's usually how how you know, most likely you're going to get someone to be to do a deal with you. I like how you eliminate you eliminate a lot of their questions as they come up because I think one thing one thing you have to, you have to you have to do good deals and good transactions and that's disclosing all the facets of the transaction so that way they can't say you did something wrong or you did them wrong at any point because you disclosed a hundred percent of it. I think that's the big 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 takeaway. Yeah, I mean, I appreciate that. I mean, the the, the to identify a deal, guys, we use this sequence. You know, I wanted to show I did it yesterday with my team. Of course, that took a lot longer. But if you can see, it's a process. Because what I don't want my guys to get is to wholesale uh, calculations and then be like, well, did you ask? Is there a will? Um, you know, um, yeah, there's no will, Charles. We can't find the heirs. Oh, did you ask it was occupied or not? Um, about the roof is falling. So, so, so there's, there's a little sequence that we use that, that allows us to decide whether we want to continue moving forward with that deal or not. Yeah, that's that's, that's, that's good. Um, I, I like I like I like there's so many there's so many tricks that I learned. I, I pick up even now, like I said, just hearing different conversations like this. I hope people got got picked up some some stuff. I like how you got you go through the whole kind of selling strategy to kind of pick up different issues and concerns that you need to resolve and get questions that way you understand the full picture of the property that we you just said you're not wasting time a lot of a lot of problems that we do you think you think everything's a deal but you don't disqualify 100 percent and you're wasting your time where you can talk to actual motivated sellers yeah disqualify stuff that's going to kill the deal or or makes it not a deal you're going to get there a lot faster like for example this we're going to we're going to I'm going to be training with my guys. I'm going to be going deep dive into wholesale, like not only how to, how to calculate it, how we find them, how we sell them. And then we're going to do fix and flip. We're going to be going real granular. And then in a month or so, I'm going to go real deep into divorce, into bankruptcy. I'm going to go real deep into death, find people on our archives and all that stuff. I'm going to go deep into you know, lease options. I'm going to go real deep in a property. The reason I shared this with you is because I'm doing this here in the office with my guys. I'm doing this here right now with my guys because I got a really good a really good set of guys that I believe deserve to be really trained up and, and, and get some really good quality information so that they can then be better on the phones, be better follow up, be better at networking and be better at getting deals. Yeah. No, that's amazing. So um, where can people find you online? Uh, HBS Alliance, you kind of go a lot more in depth into all these all these strategies, right? Yeah. So, um, man, I appreciate you uh, 
sharing that. I don't know if you want to put a link up there, but everyone, there you is. know, if you, if, you, if you guys know us, you know, we have a Facebook group. We put a lot of stuff out there. We have a YouTube channel. We don't push it as much as we used to, but we have a lot of good quality uh, um, uh, information on there. But for us here in San Antonio, there's two things that, that we do that are really important to us. Of course, our team, HPHS, run an association. It's a RIA. I don't like calling it a RIA. Our association is 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 hip. It's not old school. Not nothing. Where we're trying to do something different. It's called Home Selling REI Association. If you're ever in San Antonio, we do it every last, last Tuesday of the month. You're more than welcome to come as a guest the first time. Everybody else is a member. Um, uh, an offshoot to that is we do cigars and closers. I think think uh, cigars and closers. This, I think it's on the 16th, man. Uh, it's we go to a humidor. There's usually about 50, 60 people there, and they usually all players, man. So cigars and closers were. It's, 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 it's meant that comes from the association. We do get together. We have some sponsors there that bring alcohol, the cigars. We sit down, we talk about deals, we get shit done. But my most, one of my most prized things, my corner, uh, something is becoming a cornerstone for HPHS is something that, um, that man, we're putting a lot into, man, into our people. Uh, the Alliance, it's called Alliance. And, and Alliance, is a private, private uh, advanced real estate community, and 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 we 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 just launched a few, maybe about ninety days ago. We got about hundred people in there. We go in there every Wednesday and break shit down, different subjects, different stuff. Like a few weeks ago, we were talking about how to remove federal taxes. We talk about how to remove child support. We talk about how you know different parts of sub two. You can't explain the whole process of sub two in an hour, guys. We talk about you know uh, different. How to get into different type of creative finance deals, uh, like how to make, how to get properties to pay themselves off, or how to find the, those type of deals. How to do subsec and silent seconds, all kind of stuff, guys. We go very deep dive, and if you are interested in that type of stuff, then this is what I got to tell you. Is I'm very right. confident, guys. I'm very confident. I'm not arrogant. I'm very confident what I do because I've been doing it for a long. If you're looking for someone or for someone to learn from. There's a lot of good people, man. but if you come to a line, what you're gonna hear is is you're gonna hear us talk about stuff that we've done, and we've done a lot. We've been around for a long time. Uh, um, you know, we, we go into great detail, and if you're looking to up your game and level up, and understand more than wholesaling, understand more than whatever strategy you're doing, then I invite you to join Alliance. And so, I don't know if you put the link, but but man, we bring it inside Alliance. Man, I'm very proud of that of that of that uh, community, and we're looking to do a lot with that community as we grow it. No, that's amazing. I think I think community is what a lot of people underestimate the power of, and there's so much good that comes from it. Whether it's other people, other people from the community working with each other, or just uh, just saying you're you're a part of it. It's, it's cool to have people around the world or around 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 the state or this country that you can count on. And leverage. Yeah, just like, like you guys, you guys run a good community. That's what attracted me to you guys. And then the product phenomenal, and uh, and 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 uh, we got people from all over the country. Also, I mean, the, the one thing about running a community is people can lean on each other. Um, and lean yep. each other. They get to know, they get to know each other. You get to know each other. You get to know who's real, who's not. 
you know, you get to know who you can count on, can't count on. It's 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 a really nice thing, man. And I know you guys believe in that also. Yeah. Well, uh, we're here. We do this. We do this call every Thursday. We appreciate your time, Charles. Like I said, we're, if you bring us your questions, I think we had an issue with the live that didn't go live everywhere, but we'll we'll get that fixed for next time. Uh, Anthony says, "HPHS Alliance, <laughs> join the alliance." There, there's there he is commenting on us. Um, but uh, we appreciate everybody, everybody, everybody participating with us this week. Um, please check us out. We have both have Facebook groups, HPHS and Hive Mind CRM. We provide a lot of value in the groups. Definitely feel free to join the group. They are free to attend. And if you are in San Antonio, check out the check out the HBHS event every month. It's a cool event. We sponsor it every week. And uh, they're doing some cool stuff. Uh, June 26th, right? So June 11th? This one, uh, Tuesday. So this one's going to be, so we have cigars and closers. I think that, uh, I'm pretty sure it's the 16th. Um, and if, if you need, you guys just hit me up, hit me up on IG. Uh, it's Uncle Charles at HP, Uncle Charles HPHS. Um, but uh, the the meeting for this month is on the 26th. It's gonna be badass, man. You know who we got coming? We got the strike team coming. And if you flip properties in San Antonio, you don't know who the strike team is, then you're flipping properties, man. The strike team is is a special team uh, put together by the City Development Office of San Antonio that that uh, they do permanent enforcement. And so, man, they don't mess around. And a lot of people have are, are angry with them, but I'm not. I'm like, hey, man, okay, get it. You got to pull permits. You got to be in line. You got to do this shit right. And you got to stop doing all that, you know, behind the scenes stop work. But you know, they, you know, they can be a little picky. But we're bringing out the strike team, and at, uh, the, some of the main guys will be there presenting at the association. I invite everybody to come out you should come out if you're, if you're interested or you're doing flip in san antonio because they're going to tell you the way the ball the way the ball is going to bounce man they're going to tell you what you should shouldn't be doing and how to get help so it's not just about hey boom 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 it's about look man this is how you can get help. they're very good at helping people but uh i invite everybody to come out to see them man. the strike team yeah, I was going to say, that's actually amazing. That's what I was talking uh, to Daniel about when I was driving over here. I'm like, can you believe what this guy just did? Um, if I could back you up just for a minute. Uh, so I'm a, I am a contractor here in San Antonio, and I was a contractor long before I got into real estate. Um, and I thought the Stripe team was the best thing that's ever happened to my business because if you're doing things right and you get the city involved and you get engineers involved and you pull permits, not only do we have like a better, safer city, right? Um, we are all, we know that all the houses that are getting fixed in the whole entire city, they're in excellent tip top condition, right? Why would we want to have sub subpar plumbing, right? Cause it wasn't done up to code or subpar electricity. So I actually love the strike team. And I saw that a lot of investors do not like them, but as a contractor, I'm like, yeah, that's great. You know, same thing with like licensing, right? If you're an unlicensed contractor, get licensed. All it says is that you're letting the public know who you are. That's it. Here, here's me. Here's my insurance. So genius move bringing the strike team to your event, dude. That was insane. I wasn't ready for that. I'm like, how do you even book them? You just call the stadium and be like, hey, we want you to come speak at Aria. <laughs> man, it was, uh, it, was, uh, it was hard to get them, man, you know, because, you know, they, uh, man, they're busy, man. They're, 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 they're really busy. And, um, and we, um, you know, I, I, I got to know, I got, so I actually went, 
I actually went to a um, they a lot of those guys, man. They do fellowship, you know. Very, very, very devout uh, Christians, man, um, and Catholics, and they they invited me to a fellowship uh, to go, you know, and meet them and stuff, and so I could get to know them a little bit. And I went there and I met some of those guys, and they they were just down to earth, man. Really cool guys, and everybody's like, "Oh man, I hate the strike team. They're just people like us, man. They're just they're just doing a job, man. Yeah. They're doing a job that needs to be done." It's not a job that everybody uh, is happy about, but that's their thing. Um, I don't know if I can play a video, brother. If you got a minute, I'll play the video. Yeah, yeah Daniel said to drop the link. If you want to drop it in the private chat, I'm sure you could put it up. Let me do it right here real quick. Give me a second. Hold on. So let me see if I can put it in here, buddy. Give me a second. Screen one. I think this is it right here. there man <laughs> that was a good video dude who put that together for you guys and we got a couple we got a guy man That's, yeah you're a, a lot of your yeah. your content is, is amazing man the professionalism i like the flyers you guys put out you got a good back end team man thank you man appreciate you man appreciate you giving us the opportunity to uh to hide with you guys you know you know it took me a minute man to come around man but i like what you guys are doing now I'll tell you, I, I think there's a lot of competition in this business, right? And you get a bunch of like alpha males and, and there people, you do want to be the best. You do want to stand out. You want to have the best products and do the biggest, best deals. But something to be said about, you know, joining forces and locking arms with the people next to you to, uh, you know, accelerate everything. It, it, it'll, it'll accelerate business for both of us, you know, even just maybe a live like this where we're getting in front of a different audience, maybe that we might have never been before. Um, it just ups your lead flow, right? Somebody thinks creative finance, San Antonio, boom, Uncle Charles. You got the whole city sending, I mean, the whole country sending you deals. And then you think, hey, freaking 100 acre land track in Texas, boom, send that to Anthony, you know? So there's a way for everybody to have overlap and work together and, and, and do some pretty cool stuff, man. But yeah, we appreciate you coming on here and spending time with us. I know you probably have a million people pulling at your timeline. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I got another, I got another event going on right now online. But hey, guys, I appreciate you. Uh, please, if you don't mind, put our link up, you know, the hphs.link forward slash alliance. I mean, that would really, that, that really helps us, man. We really teach them a lot of stuff in there. But, uh, hey, guys, I'll see you guys again. And I uh, hope today was good. Make, you awesome. know, get efficient in what you're doing and learn information so you can get to more deals. Yeah, man. Thank you for that game. That was awesome. I appreciate you today. I felt that like you're not hoarding back. Like that was like the real, the meat and potatoes. So if somebody was paying attention. You know, when, that's something that real quick, and I'll let you guys go, is something that this reminded me of is you were showing us early in the presentation 
how do I identify if it's a good deal or not? Well, obviously, if you're mad at the strike team, I already know a lot of things about the project. You know, there wasn't enough juice in the squeeze. You underestimated your rehab budget. There's only a few reasons why you can get mad at the strike team. So uh, if you did your numbers correctly, like you were showing everybody how to do, you won't end up in that situation. There should be plenty of money for the seller, the contractors, the city, the permits, if it's a good deal. Yes, right, man. All right, brother. Well, thank you very much, man. Thanks for the game. And uh, make sure if you guys want to check out Hivemind, if you haven't joined yet, join up with Uncle Charles. And uh, make sure you join the Alliance. I promise you, you're never going to... I mean, I don't know where you're going to get it from. I never have, but the information that the Alliance is serving up is out of this freaking world and anybody could benefit from the information. I'm not just saying that. Check it out for yourself. If you think, if you get in there and you don't like it, maybe for the first 10 people, I'll give you back your hundred bucks, you know, something like that. Check, check it out. I promise you, you're going to love it. You're not going to go anywhere once you're in that environment. Thanks everybody for being on here. We appreciate you guys. Thank you, bro. Thank you, Charles. The show is sponsored by The List Guys. Do you need more leads in your local or virtual market? One in 10 small businesses don't invest in any kind of marketing. The List Guys have over 35 plus list types to choose from and you can mix and match any list or criteria. We also use the skip trace list and provide up to seven numbers and email addresses. Every list you purchase will be scrubbed against previous purchases. The List Guys are here to save you time. Contact the List Guys today at www.1listguys.com. That's www.1listguys.com.